15 hourly podcast. I'm on half of the duo Eds alongside my co host, my brother, my brother, and Ethan. What have you been saying though, bro? I've uh, just been a chilled one today. Obviously, we we did a housewarming on Saturday. We did do a housewarming. Attended. Um, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a bit of a weird night to be fair. Yeah, it's just uh, a weird one, wasn't it? It was, a weird it was an interesting one. That's what I would. It was yeah. one which I, I very much enjoyed. You know what I like about girls? Girls think if you're not having as much fun as them, uh, that you're not having a good time. Yeah. I was, us like me, you, and what's your pal's name again? Um, Charlie. 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 I was having a blast. I was just chilling, drinking, yeah. listening to the music. But because we weren't dancing, the girls uh, thought that yeah. we weren't having a good time. But <laughs> no, I, I, I had a fun time, mate. Do you know what I mean? It was... Right. um. It- yeah, it was good. I think it was good to just conversate and just catch yeah, up. Yeah, man. Really. Yeah, yeah, man. We haven't, we haven't seen each other for ages. So. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. yeah, it was a good one. And Charlie seemed cool as well. So, you yeah, know, yeah, fellow yeah. fellow Gooner, fellow Gooner. So it's always a, bu- a plus um, bumping into a fellow Arsenal fan. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I had a good time. So what's it called? You said bad people bailed last minute, innit? Yeah, so... Because of the weather, I think, isn't it? I think the weather and also other plans. They had the other plans. So mm, it was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those. We, we, we went by and we enjoyed our night, really. Yeah, so no, we did. We did. Playing, yeah, I think both girls were feeling it <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> no, because they were drinking, though. Yeah, like, we, like, I was surprised because I haven't drunk that much. in. I haven't been out and drunk in ages, but yeah. I've been... On the odd occasion at home, I've been drinking red wine. I've been trying to get into the red wine. So I was surprised the alcohol never hit me like heavy, heavy. But I did eat a big meal before I came. Oh, yeah. And we was eating like a few bits and bobs at yours. Yeah. But we was drinking that. They was making us have shots, jelly mm. shots, the, the jelly drink. Um, <laughs> we were drinking the wine, lemon, we were punch. Lemon, yeah, the lemon. Well. No, that was nice though. That was yeah. nice though. Victoria did a good um, punch with that. That was nice. Yeah. And then when we got to there... I wasn't even trying to drink, but everyone was buying shots. Like, oh, we mate. Tried, yeah, we were drinking there. We had that Long Island. Yes, tea. that came in an actual teapot. Yeah, yeah I, had a, I had a fun time. I, I had yeah, a, it was, yeah. and the, the establishment we attended was a very interesting <laughs> one to see. What was it called? The Night Flight. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's called Night Flight. Yeah, Night Life in Catford. You're, you're one, you're one for the books. I tell you that, yeah. mate, because it was, <laughs> it was the weirdest mixture oh, of people yeah. I've ever seen like sometimes I like to go out and like people watch here yeah. mm. and that place was just we had road men over here yeah we had like indie people over here mm. we had a younger crowd over here we had like someone's grandma in the middle of the dance floor <laughs> over there some like pretty look at things over here some brothers over there and then over there we had two guys that was off their nut on whatever drug I don't know they was having a blast. Um, yeah, yeah I, I was intrigued, bro. I found the whole night very interesting still, mm. you know. Yeah, um, and then down, down the road, there was that silk. that Yeah, like yeah. Proper R&B. Hip-hop yeah, proper R&B vibe. Yeah. vibe. Um, mm. We was initially trying to avoid going to the night life because it had advertised that it was a Britney Spears night mm. and um, the girls wanted to go. I dosed the information that I had Britney Spears toxic on one of my playlists. So that was more of an incentive of them to push us to go in. <laughs> and, um, 
And uh, but no, I had a great time, mate. Great time. And then when I left in the morning, I didn't realize it was the day of the marathon because there was bare people yeah. like wearing like marathon clothes, and I was like, where are all these people mm. going? And someone says the marathon. I was like, oh shit, calm. Yeah, and I had a great time, bro. I had uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Oh, that's good. That's I thoroughly good. enjoyed myself. And your crib's nice still. Yeah, it is a nice place. Uh, it was nice area nice. as well. Yeah, it is a very nice area. Yeah, yeah. Nice area, nice newly built. You got the Sainsbury's right there. You got the shops right there. Nice little bar. Nice. Yeah, yeah, man. It was, it was calm. It, it's, it's made me accelerate plans of me moving out still. Because yeah, I was thinking it. like, oh, maybe like, I don't know, summertime next year. Now I'm thinking maybe like spring. Yeah. early summer just so we can get the parties going and stuff yeah. a balcony is a mandatory thing it's a must it's, it's a, must. a mu- oh my days i need one because your balcony was big big yeah like you could big. really play like kick-ups against the wall on your one yeah. like it was calm and it was nicely still you could tell a woman is in the house because there's hella flowers hella decorations and shit it was yeah. nice still you always need a, a woman's touch if you want to touch on anything else bro or if you want to just dive into this uh no, just uh, thank, yeah, just thankful that everyone came, and obviously those that failed, so I was a bit disappointed. But yeah, we enjoyed the night. We made the most of it, really. Mm. And, One of the things you wanted to talk about was this Squid Game. Mm. Me myself, I've watched it, but haven't watched it. I've watched it and sitting next to my sister who was watching it. I just know that like, I think the first two episodes, hella people was dying. So if you want to give a breakdown on it. So yeah, the breakdown is that it's, it's, it's basically like the Korean Hunger Games. Okay. But obviously these guys have attended this game because they, they obviously have background stories of they're, they're in debt. All of these guys are in debt. But okay. I, don't, I don't necessarily want to give too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys haven't watched it yet. But yeah, it's a good watch. I think probably the best. Best thing I've watched in two really? or three years. Yeah. Big statement. It's, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a it's a must watch. It's a must watch. Man. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna definitely give it a shout out. Let's touch on um Married at First Sight. I haven't watched the finale though. Oh, okay. okay. I watch even if you tell me I'll I'll watch it, but I watched up until Luke. I think it was Luke had went to go visit Mulrag's mom and her friends. Yeah. And he was just getting mugged off, bro. Yeah, I I think you need to watch the finale to make a decision on that relationship because, yeah, I don't know what Luke's doing. Well, it, it exposes more, yeah. Yeah, not that it exposes more. It just, I yeah, I think I think. Oh, so I'm three episodes kinda, behind. Damn. Yeah, so three episodes, you get it kind of delves yeah. into a bit more. Yeah, I'm not I'm not shocked with the end decision. Yeah, but I think the reunions tonight, and and I think they go more into details on yeah how how, how everyone kind of ended up. But yeah, me with Luke, I think he's he's yeah. I, I don't yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. And um, I was talking to Sharon because she was watching it, and I will say like that nah, Bob is just the biggest waste man walking planet yeah. Earth, bro, isn't it? And she goes. As much as I felt sorry for him, he was very intense as well from the yeah. jump. So that kind of made me, as she said, that kind of made me not feel sorry for him. But I said to her, which is the same thing I said to you, I knew that girl was going to be dodgy the moment her twin brother pulled my man to the side. And yeah. so I was like, oh, like, yeah. come on, man. If that's how the twin brother's moving, yeah. you're probably yeah. moving a bit brazy yourself. So, um, yeah, nah, I'm three episodes behind. I didn't realise I was three episodes behind. But no, nah, I'm definitely going to catch up on it because that has been one of my favourite shows of recent times. Meek Mill's album, 
You said you haven't listened to it yet, have you? Nah, I haven't listened to it yet. That's that's all I've been listening to. But you had three hours in the car, didn't you? So. Oh, mate, yeah, I had, I had three hours in the car listening to it. I was listening to it on the way to yours the other day. Today I've been listening to it. Yesterday I was listening to it while I was like, playing a bit of PlayStation. Or sometimes, like, if I'm not bothered to like listen to the commentary of a game, I'll just put on mute it and listen to music yeah. instead. In terms of the songs I have liked, the intro is stupid. Hate me now. I think it's a mix. I think in terms of the beat, he's definitely sampled that beat before. He's sampled it on his first mixtape, uh, Dream Chasers Volume One. He sampled it on Dream Chasers Four. He's also sampled it on this time, but he's also sampled it another time. I, the actual song, I have it because he sampled it so many times. I wanted to um, one of his best intros in terms of the content's good in terms of the bars, but the flow. The flows he has on it is stupid. Like he, he does like two or three different flows, maybe even four, because halfway, no, three quarters of the way of the song, he switches it up. Like Popcorn does a little bit of talking, big enough meek, and then he switches it up talking about his time in the UK and that. So I really like that song. Now, granted, it's only been, it only came out Friday. I don't want to be that guy in terms of, oh, this album's the best, blah, blah, whatever, but it is. It is a good project. Um, so the intro, Outside, 100 Miles Per Hour, that's also a good song. On My Soul, a bit of auto-tune on that, that's a good song. Expensive Pain, the beat on it and the stuff he's talking in. I like it. Uh, Ride For You with Kalani is also a good song. Hot with Money Back, Yo. Them two are going back and forth is good. Love Train and Tweaking with Rory. Rory's a very, very good artist. Have you listened to any of his music? Um. Yeah, he's featured on a few few songs before. But yeah, I, I I didn't think he was relevant because he he kind of took about four years out and he's obviously <laughs> on this track. So I never heard of him until oh. like Meek started making songs with him. I'm a big big fan of his now. Like just because it, it it's similar to the Bryson Tiller party next door. Brent Fayez is is toxic masculinity for me he makes the best R and B because to me it's relatable. Yeah, like he's got a song where he's talking about nowadays you're hard to read, like talking about a girl you're hard to read and stuff like that. And yeah, man, it's just it's just stuff like yeah, like I'm thinking that yeah, this girl is hard to read, but he can articulate it in a way that I can't. You are now listening to our league podcast, made in London, distributed all over the world. Cool, let's do Champions League results in it. Um, so it was is it week was it week two of Champions League? Yeah, yeah match week. day two. Yeah. Um, going over the quick results. Shadow.nest into Milan was 0-0. Mm. Ajax Basiktas was 2-0. Who scored for Ajax? Hilaire, and I cannot pronounce this second guy's name. Berg Huis. I yeah, definitely yeah. pronounced Berghaus or something. Like Berghaus, that. sorry, bro. But Hilaire, he scored a few goals already for Ajax in the Champions yeah. League, you know. Yeah, he scored he scored four goals uh, the last uh, last week. So now he's five and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming in goal for Ajax. And I don't know his record in the... Um, Eric, Eric, I don't know what their league's called. But um, I don't know that his record there, but he must be doing... He must be scoring the goals there. Um, yeah. And a lot of people called him a flop at, mm. at West Ham. Because he, he, he costs like 40 million, no? Yeah, because 40 million to them, yeah. A lot of money. A lot of money. And um, yeah, cool. Real Madrid... Sharif, two one to Sharif. What's Did you watch it, what, that game? I didn't watch that game, no. But I know they scored a last minute goal, innit? it? Yeah, it was a good goal as well. It's a really, it's a screamer. 
it just shows you Champions League, anything can happen, man. Yeah. Anything can happen. Um, AC Milan, Atletico Madrid, 2-1. Griezmann and Suarez scored for mm. Atletico Madrid. Leo scored for AC Milan. I did watch this game. I watched a bit of this game. Um, his goal was a good goal. But the game I was watching was um, PSG Man City. But before we get on that, um, Dortmund Sporting. Sporting Lisbon versus Dortmund was 1-0. The guy who scored for Dortmund, he was at Arsenal's books. We had him in the youth academy. Yeah, yeah. And then we sold him to PSV mm. for like nothing. And then he's now gone to Dortmund to basically replace Sancho. And mm. he's the guy. He's a, he, he's a full international already now. Yeah, he's a, he's a player, that Marlin. Yeah. Oh, mate, um, I'm quite annoyed at that. Uh, the main the main game of the Tuesday fixtures anyway, PSG, Man City. Somewhat disappointed in Man City's performance. Um, Gay scored in the eighth minute and Messi's goal for PSG was in the 74th minute. He literally just rewinded the clocks for that goal. I mean, you're wearing a PSG team now if you want to touch on it. Yeah, I think PSG, I don't think they were convincing in that game. Mm. Um, but Man City, like you said, Man City didn't really, they, they were a bit disappointing. Um, yeah. They didn't turn up. PSG kind of, Strolled really into the game. They they weren't really pressing too much, and then mm. yeah, we saw the magician. Got, yeah, rewinding the clocks and scoring absolute banger. And, it was all and go on. It's one. It's one of those things. Like everyone says, he's not proven. He doesn't do it. But his record against the English team teams is silly. It's silly. Yeah, is that silly. silly? But a majority of those goals are probably against Arsenal. So. <laughs> oh, mate. Probably yeah. are, probably are. Um. So yeah, for anyone, any of you that didn't watch the the game, just YouTube the highlights. But it was literally he's driving the ball down the middle, one two pass with Mbappe, top bins right corner, phenomenal goal. And I was just, I was, I shouted. I think when I watched the goal, I shouted. I was like, damn, this guy actually like still doing it. Cool. Mm. Liverpool Porto five one. Didn't watch this game, and I don't believe I watched the highlights either. But. <laughs> Uh, Mohamed Salah scored two. Sadio Mane scored one. Um, Firmino scored one. Someone scored for Tem- Teremi for Porto scored in the 74th minute. Liverpool is just on fire right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they are. They're, they're kind of back to their old type of attacking football. Yeah. Those three are kind of getting back to their old selves. And yeah, they look impressive. Club Bruges versus Leipzig was 2 1 Club Bruges. At Atlanta versus Young Boys was 1-0 at Atlanta. Zenit versus Malmo was 4-0 Zenit. Wolfsburg-Seville was 1-1. Bayern Munich versus Dynamo Kiev was 5-0. Salzburg versus Lille was 1-0. I want to talk about this game quickly because um, Karim Adeyemi, for those of you that have played FIFA, know about this guy because you're scouting. If you, got, if you scout someone, send a scout to Austria, he'll pick up this guy, mate. I've been following this guy's career for a number of years now. They've been saying for a while this guy's going to be the next striker for Germany. And he won two penalties. And I think he won, like, two penalties the game before. So he's won four penalties in two games. So which shows that he's aggressive and direct in terms of his style of play. Um, I don't think he's even, like, 20 yet. I think he's, like, 19 or something. I think Liverpool have been linked with him. Germany, obviously, they're in a transition period now, similar to what England were like a few years ago, a few tournaments ago. Mm. But just him and Jamal Musala alone, that's a scary front two pairing, no? 
Yeah. Yeah, he's, I think he's also scored on his debut for Germany as well. Oh, he did, yeah? Yeah, he's a hell of a player, man. Um, the next game that I have on my... Um, well, not on my, but on the list here is Juve-Chelsea 1-0 mm. to Juve. What, what did you make of the game? Uh, it's, it's a bit of a disappointing one. Um, Juve kind of sat back, as we, as we knew they would. They're quite mm. defensive. They're organised mm. and they've got Chiellini, Benucci at the back. They're quite... Mm. Solid defenders and they're proven. Uh, Chelsea just couldn't couldn't cut them down. And mm. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a disappointing one. But yeah, Chiesa's a brilliant player, and it was a brilliant, a brilliant counter counter attack. Benfica Barcelona three 0 to Benfica. What's happening with Barcelona? Uh, did you did you watch the game? I didn't watch the game, but was it was it like? Did it even look like they put up a fight? Uh, they put up a fight. They had opportunities. Uh, that De Jong, um, the striker, Luke De Jong, he's, mm. he's, he's terrible. Yeah, he is. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know why they signed him. But yeah, they just looked sloppy at the back. Yeah. They were, even, they were playing free at the back as well. And uh, Eric Garcia, I don't, I don't know why they re-signed him. <laughs> because he looked all over the place. He wasn't even a starting centre-back for City. So. Exactly. It, it must just be he probably took like not a pay cut, but he probably wouldn't mm. have been as much money in terms of salaries to someone who would actually come in and do the mm. job. Yeah, they're in an actual mm. mess. They can't even afford to sack their manager because mm. he bought himself out of his contract with the Netherlands. It's, it's, it's quite crazy. And then um, the last game, Manchester United versus Villarreal. This was a this was the game I was watching because again my brother's a United fan, so I'm just used to watching United games. Man United went down. Just after half time, 53rd minute. And then Telez scored a world of, of, of uh, volley. And then the main man, the GOAT, Cristiano Ronaldo, scored in Fergie time, even though it's only at the wheel. Yeah, man, just United, again, I don't know. In terms of the league right now, I'm not too sure. I think I didn't expect Liverpool to come out this blazing hot. Mm. And I still think Chelsea are going to be contenders. But in terms of Champions League, I think in terms of firepower alone, like on a one-off game, United could possibly do Champions League this year. And if they do Champions League, does that keep Ole in his job? Uh, it's got to. I think it's got to. You, you win the biggest tournament in Europe. Yeah, you, you, you've got to stay. Because a lot of people are calling for his job already and he's only, yeah. he's only been how many games? Yeah, man, crazy one. All right, cool. Let's, let's transition over to the Premier League. The early kickoff on Saturday was Man United versus Everton, one 0 to both teams. Townsend scored, and he did he did the Ronaldo celebration, which was brilliant. Martial scored um, the first goal of the game, yeah. but in terms of that performance, because I watched that game, United didn't look up for it. again. Ronaldo started on the bench, mm. Pogba started on the bench. United didn't look up for that game whatsoever. What, what was your your views on it? Um... Yeah, United, I, I, I don't see them as a contender at this point because mm. they just don't, they they kind of grind out results. I, I don't see, I think the only dominant result was the um, Newcastle game. Yeah. But other than that, I, they kind of, they're, they're not, they're not, I don't know, they're, they're not impressing me too much. Um, yeah, Ever, Everton were impressive though in that game. They were. Um, Rafa Benitez has a squad. Uh, Damari Gray, Townsend, these types of players are stepping up. Decore yeah. as well. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they look. It's, it's not the household's names, but it's the guys that can get the job done. Yeah, this is it. Like the yeah. most people, non-football fans, wouldn't know of him, but this guy's like he's a really good midfielder to the point where I think maybe next season he gets a move to like a top six team, top four team. Yeah. I mean, Everton are kind of trying to compete for like a top six team, but mm. you know what I mean in terms of a team yeah. that's like striving for titles. Mm. Next game on my list is Chelsea Southampton three one to Chelsea. Chalobah scored, Werner scored, Childwell scored, Ward Pass scored a penalty. As our Chelsea fan, what did you make of the performance, mate? Um, it's a bit of a, um, a similar performance to the Juve one. Um, mm. We were dominant, but couldn't really take our chances until the red card happened. Mm. Um, and then Werner scored, and then the goals started flooded, flooding mm. in. But yeah, I'm disappointed with Lukaku again. Oh, mate. Uh, obviously, both of us have him in fantasy. I made him my captain, man. Yeah, he's 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 going on a little drought. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not, getting, I'm not getting too upset about that. But yeah, he's he's becoming a bit predictable in the Premier League at the moment. He, he kind of, he just sits on a defender and peels off and it's becoming a bit predictable. Yeah. A lot of people have been criticising um, the manager now, saying that he's not playing towards Lukaku's strengths. Yeah. Even though Lukaku did score, but he was offside. Mm. And he did start off the season good. Like you said, is it is it the fact that the, you lot style of play or is it Lukaku's style of play is becoming too predictable? Do you need to mix and match it? Do you need to play possibly two up top? Yeah. Like, w- yeah. what do you think the solution is for him to like get the yeah. goals going? I think it's a bit of both. I think you, you nailed it with like... I think they don't really play to his strengths in the, in a way. Mm. We kind of don't loft balls in. We kind of play on the ground now, try and play tidy football. Try yeah. Play, uh, quite quick and fast football. So, yeah, I, I think we need to play into his strengths. But also, he needs to change his ways like, like he did in Italy. He kind of changed his ways in mm. not being a typical striker. He kind of changed his ways. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping this is just a little drought, and he picks it up again. But I'm sure. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Do you think, like, the manager, like, do, how, do you think he would do well if he was to like playing on the right and cutting with his left? But he's right. I mean, he can shoot well with his right. But do you think it like that would that would possibly be something? Like, let's say, um, Havertz on the right. No, Havertz on the left. Thing on the right. And then Werner up top. Do you think that could? And then they intertwine with one another. Yeah, yeah. I think I think also we we keep on chopping and changing our first eleven. Yes. We don't have a solid like on paper. Who's gonna play play the game? We don't know. It's quite yeah. a versatile team. We've got players that can play in different positions. And yeah, I kind of feel for uh, Lukaku. He hasn't built a relationship with any of those attacking options that have. Yeah been coming in and out of the squad so yeah give him time I'm sure I'm sure he'll pick it up again Wolves Newcastle 2-1 I didn't watch that game did you watch it yeah I watched it it's that South Korean guy I forgot his name but he he looked lethal was it a good goal yeah two two similar finishes but yeah he looked he looks a player Burnley Norwich I didn't watch that game did you watch that game no okay yeah let's just get past (laughs) that game uh Leeds Watford 1-0 Ultimately led to their manager getting sacked. Yeah. Tottenham, Aston Villa 2-1. I didn't watch this game. I haven't watched any other than the Arsenal game and the United game. I haven't watched any football this weekend. Yeah, so it's saying Hoiberg scored and Target scored her own goal and Watkins scored 
in the 60s. Did you watch that game? No, I didn't watch it. Didn't okay, watch cool. Game. Um, West Ham, Brentford 2-1. Brentford are doing their job, man. Yeah, yeah. West Ham look, I don't know, they looked good in the game, but defensively, Zuma looked out of out of position a couple of times, but yeah. Actually, let me let me not lie. I did watch the Crystal Palace Leicester game. Um, mm. that was two two. That was a good game. I'm pretty sure Palace were losing two nil. No, yeah. okay. So, yeah, the Palace were losing two nil. Any Iniacho scored in the 31st minute, and then Vardy scored 37th minute, and then there's new signing from Reading, um, the French guy. He scored 61st minute, mm. and then Jeffrey Schlopp scored 72nd minute. Somewhat celebrated against his old club. Yeah, I think this is what Crystal Palace need. I think they needed like a a result which showed and displayed the mental toughness that's in in the squad because you got you got you're playing underneath a manager who was the definition of ment- mental toughness in the Premier League for many a year. Hopefully they can start to kick on now. I'd like to see Edward like maybe get like a, a goal, another goal, man. He scored two in his debut, but I think like. One goal every two games, every three games would be like a good record in terms of yeah. him proving that he's not just a, a guy who can do it up in Scotland and then maybe mm. my Arsenal can buy him. The Super Sunday game, Man United, I mean, Man City versus Liverpool. I watched this game. This was a good game. Did you watch it? Uh, I've watched the highlights. I didn't watch it live. What did you make of the highlights? So, actually, before you do that, so it was one goal, then one goal, one yeah. goal, then one goal. Yeah. So, Mane scored 59th minute, Foden scored 69th minute. Salah scored 76th minute. Kevin De Bruyne scored 81st minute. What did you make of um, the game, bro? Yeah, all both both goals, all all goals were yeah. um, brilliant goals. Yeah, um, yeah. City City played better in the first half. They had the better chances. Yeah, but yeah. Liverpool were clinical in in front of goal. Uh, Mane's goal was brilliant from Salah. But yeah, Salah Salah's back, man. I think this is his season. He's in form, man. You think he heard all the whispers last year and like people chatting shit and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to come back and prove to you lot why I'm a dad and why all you lot are my sons and why I'm the king of this thing. Because, mate, he's been on fire. I don't know why, but I was convinced to make Romelu Lukaku my captain this week, thinking he's going to bag a goal. As I felt like he was... You know, sometimes you feel like a striker's do a goal. Yeah. I just felt like he was do a goal. And also... I don't like doing the easy stuff. I want to mix and change. I want to like, you know, be creative in terms of my team. Unlike some people, Harold, I'm talking about you. Um, <laughs> he didn't do good this week in, in, in fantasy. I'm catching up to him and he knows it. He's scared. He's scared. He's trembling. All this means is, you know, don't bet against Salah, bro, because the guy's just going to keep scoring and he's going to keep scoring for fun. The goal was phenomenal. And he got an assist as well. That's what pissed me off. I've had him as my captain this entire time. And the one week I don't, he bags an assist and he scores a worldie. That goal, mate, from nothing as well. Stupid goal with his right foot as well, bro. Oh man, it was it was, it was a phenomenal goal, absolutely phenomenal. Van der Beek. So we saw the clip. Did we speak? We didn't speak about this, did we? No, no, we haven't spoken. Yeah, about cool. It, yeah. So we we saw the clip of was it last week or was it this week? Was it, it last? It's week? in the Champions League. Oh yeah, Champions. so yeah, so Champions League again. So, for those of you that know, Van der Beek was meant to be their marquee signing last summer, um, the COVID year where everyone was going on the cheap. Even this year, everyone's going on the cheap. But last summer, everyone was going on the real cheap, cheap. But a lot of clubs didn't have money. They brought him in for thirty nine million, which I was very surprised at the time. Mm. But he's he's yet to 
played many games and he hasn't, I don't, I couldn't even tell you how many games he started. It's, it's, it can't be more than 10. And yeah. the Champions League game, he showed you frustration. I think it was the 80 something minute or whatever and he didn't come on and like, he looked really mad and his teammates had to comfort him. He thrown his chewing gum on the floor and that. Surely he's got to leave in January, whether it's a permanent move or a low move. But what do you think he's saying to his agent? Yeah, he's, try, he's trying to get a move somewhere because, mm. yeah, that reaction was just, I think that confirmed the, he's he's done with the club. Yeah. I think I think they brought Fred on, didn't they? Oh, they mate. Fred or someone like that. And yeah. I think that that would be anyone's last straw. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't think Ollie's given him a chance. No, nah, he hasn't. He's just been the backup guy, like you said before. He's, he's the backup to Pogba. Yeah. Uh, and he hasn't been given that opportunity. And I think he's a quality player. He is. Someone, someone like Arsenal could pick him up and I think he could do a job there because he's a box-to-box uh, midfielder, gets goals, and he's a finisher as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I rate him highly because I like to keep up to date with um, like young talent around Europe. Mm. And like Ajax... Although I don't watch much of the Dutch League, I try to... I mean, I'm subscribed to the Dutch League on YouTube, so sometimes the highlights will come up on my feed and I try to, like, be in tune with it and stuff like that. And um, he was a name I've heard about for years. And Ajax, you always got to pay attention to their academy because they produce talent like there's no tomorrow. Um, Like we said in previous episodes, we think he was insurance in case Pogba leaves, which is very much doubtful that he's probably going to leave now. Yeah, like publicly showing your frustrations that like it's all good saying that you know I'm a team player and this and that but end of the day sometimes it's difficult to control your emotions and his emotions got the better of him at that point yeah if I'm him I'm 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 telling my agent yo bun a bun alone get me a permanent move away and you're right a team like Arsenal would would do well with him but Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'd go in for him now just because we've renewed that prick Xhaka with a new contract um Partey, Albert Sambi, the Congo, Smith Rose, you know, he's he's been doing well. We're gonna to touch on him after this. Who else do you have in the midfield? Odegaard, yeah, Odegaard as well that we've bought. So I don't know, but yeah, he's he's definitely the type of player that, you know, he's an Arsenal player, Ajax Academy. So there's the link with the Burkamp thing and stuff like that. Who I'm hearing whispers that could be the next technical director if a dude gets the sack sometime soon. But we'll, we'll touch on that if that comes closer towards the time. So yeah, I said I wanted to talk about Smith Rowe. I saw something um on Instagram, Stoppage Time TV spoke about who has a higher ceiling, Bakayo Saka or Emil Smith Rowe. I think Saka. Personally, because I think he's developed every year. Yeah. Um, he's played different positions. Um, different positions more, for England as well. Yeah. He, seem, he seems more mature. Um, humble. Humble as well. He's, he's got everything going for him. Yeah. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe also has that. But I, ju- I just think, yeah, he's, he, he's got everything going for him, Saka. And I think, I think out of them too, I think... The sky's the limit for him. Something in me is saying that Smith Rowe has slightly got the higher ceiling, you know. I I don't know why. Mm. I don't know why. I if we're looking about, I just I, I don't know why. I feel like he, he just does. I'm I'm more in favor of Saka. Like I think he's the better mm. player right now. Mm. Like you've spoken about, he's gotten better every year, multiple positions. But if I'm just looking at the way the Premier League is going and the type of guys you need in your squad, 
Smith Rowe, he's so aggressive with the ball, so direct. Like, as soon as he gets the ball, he's on a swivel running at defenders. Now, I think if he adds a consistent end product in terms of goals and assists and, like, quality through balls, he could be... And I'm not just saying this because of his, they call him the Croydon version of this guy. But he could be Arsenal's Kevin De Bruyne, if I'm if I'm being completely um honest. But I think I think Arsenal are very fortunate that we bought both of those guys in our squad, both at a young age as well. One being what, 2021, the other one's not even like 20 yet. The the only the only thing Arsenal have to worry about is performing. And obtaining the heights that these gentlemen want to go to, otherwise they're gone. Otherwise they're gone. But we've signed them to new contracts, so the, the resale value, well, not even resale because we don't buy them, but the sale value of them is going to be. If a team's calling me for Saka, if you ain't offering at least sixty million, fuck off, honestly. Mm. And it's a very good thing that Arsenal didn't sell Smith Rowe for thirty-five million when. Um, what's it called, Aston Villa came calling because I think just of these performances alone, you can add another 10 million to his um, yeah. to his, his transfer value. Chalabar, what, what, what do you think of him? Do you think he can like consistently hold down a place in, in Chelsea's squad? Um, for me, I think, I think so. But, um, I, I think it's one of those two shows. Like a, he's slightly like Ranieri. He's a tinker man. He, yeah. chops, he chops and changes the team. So, it's never a consistent eleven, like I've said before. Um, but for me, I think he's got everything going for him. Um, he's, he can pass out the back, yeah. He can move, he can drive with the ball, can play as a CDM, a centre back if you need it. Um, needs to bulk up a bit, though. Needs to bulk up a bit, but um, he's, he's got goals to his game as well. Yeah, as, as well. He's got, got more goals than a Bamyang, mate. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think I think he's one for the future, man. So, like, long term, do you see him being the centre back or defensive mid? And and from hearing about him in the youth setup, him going out on loan, where do you think he would his best position would be? Um, I think centre back at the moment. Um, like you said, I think he needs to bulk up a bit if he wants to play in both role, both rows. Uh, yeah, both, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Um. But I'm I'm excited about him. He's a he's a proper talent, and he, he yeah he's he's got a lot of learning to do, and he's got Thiago Silva and Rudiger to learn off. So one of the best in the business at the moment. Yeah, in terms of like, I'm happy from a standpoint from English football, because like the more young players that we have playing at elite level, both Premier League and Champions League, from a younger age, only is only better for the, for the product, and it mm. and it gives more opportunity. So it gives more opportunity for the next youngsters because now teams are starting to show faith in our young players. Because before, managers used to hate playing kids. Like, even all now, I don't think our manager, Arteta, likes playing the youngsters. Like, we was all told that Balogun, this is the year that he's going to be playing for, like, first team. Ain't seen him not... Seen him only one time. Brentford, that was it. And since then, he's been playing in the under-23s, bullying it. Did you see that, that skill he did the other day? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, mate, I'll send it to you. It was naughty. He he made the defender look very silly. And it's just like, and we're playing Eddie and Ketty over this guy. Okay, cool. And and Gabriel Martinelli, what has he got to do to get a game? Mm. Bloody hell, mate. Ain't seen him since last season. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's, it's quite annoying. But 
but um yeah let's let's um let's touch on this new international tournament for 2022 called Coppa Euro America. Euro winners Italy will play um Copa America winners Argentina. Is it just them two or is it like other countries that are playing as well? Or is this yeah. like a, a super cup for international football? It, it seems that way because usually before the World Cup you have the Confederations Cup, don't you? Yeah. Like yeah. I hope do a little tournament. I think it's uh, the Asian, the best in Asia, the best yeah. in Africa, all of those teams yeah. meet up in the Confederation Cup. So mm. I think it's a one-off game, like a super cup type of thing so it, it seems a bit weird for me this is just a money grab yeah i think so I think it's just so. a money grab and like football we've i mean we've known for a long time that football the people that because they're not football clubs anymore because I, I i was listening to um the price of football it's, it's a phenomenal sports podcast I, I recommend everyone go to listen to it and one of the guys is basically saying like let's have it right these ain't football clubs anymore these are football corporations that's what the c and fc should stand for and uh, they don't care. And they were saying that a lot of clubs now don't even really like, I mean, yeah, they want match day ticket sales, but it's more so the rights they're selling internationally. Hence why they wanted the Super League. Hence why they they wanted um, finals in other countries. Like, for example, I remember I was, it was not maybe not last year, season before, it was like Coppa Italia final was played in Dubai. What? Yeah, Juve versus Lazio. Why? Why? Why are you playing the, for? What reason is this game being played in Dubai? Mm. You know what I mean. Lazio is what Rome. Mm. Juve's in Turin. You know yeah. what we we'll doing? Like, come on, man. Like, I, I, I get it, but uh yeah, it's it's just irritating, mate. Um, a few more things on football. I've seen. I saw. I saw something that said. Benzema and Messi are the only players to score in 17 consecutive Champions League seasons. So I then have to ask you, do you think Benzema gets the appreciation he gets? I mean, do you think he gets the appreciation he deserves for being like an elite player? Or do people is it one of those things which he falls victim similar to Lewandowski in being within the Ronaldo-Messi era? Because if it wasn't in that era, people would be talking about Benzema, I think, in like a different light. Yeah, I think it's that one. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a weird one because he only really came into kind of consistent form and t- uh, since Ronaldo left uh, mm. Real Madrid. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's a he's a hell of a player. Um, and I, it, it's, it's similar to the Salah one. I think he don't get he doesn't get the credit. Yeah, that he um, yeah. But yeah, he's his goals records through stupid. Other one. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like me being a Madrid fan, when Ronaldo left, I was concerned. I was like, oh, I don't know if my man can do it. Obviously, we, I know he's an elite striker in it. I know this. He's been doing it from Lyon from early. I knew he's an elite striker. But I was like, I don't know if he can like carry the team. Nah, he's been carrying the team because Eden Hazard is shite. Mm. I'm saying that now. I'm not saying before. I'm saying right now, Eden Hazard is shite. Now, granted, he's broke his ankle like 100 times, but still, my guy, like... And and I wasn't looking for him for goals evil, but he's just not been doing it. He's he's not his diet has been terrible because he's been putting on the weight. Like I just that was bad money we spent on on a player, man. Mm. Um, I think we bought him two seasons too early. I mean, too late. Mm. And it's so mad because the last game he played for Chelsea was against us in the I mean against Arsenal in the Europa League final, and he bullied us, mm. absolutely tore us a new one, and then goes to Real Madrid, my other team. 
and it's just been non-existent. But no, Karim Benzema has been a phenomenal player, scoring goals left, right and centre. In terms of, like you said, only coming to consistent form when Ronaldo's left, I think it's just the fact that he's now the main threat now. So they have to build a team around him. They now have to... Because he's not the type of guy to dribble past one, two players. He's in and around the box and one touch, shoot it, headers, tap-ins, poacher goals, really. Just a typical, like a number nine, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think he gets his flowers, which leads me to the next thing. On paper, what who has the best big three? So, you know, in, in basketball, they always talk about big threes. Well, in football, we have big threes as yeah. well. But I'm not going to do old school. I'm only going to do, like, the recent years. Messi, Suarez, Neymar. Mm. Ronaldo, Benzema, Bell. Mbappe, Neymar, Messi. Now, granted, Mbappe, Neymar, Messi has only started. But on paper, out of those three big threes, which one's the best? And why? Uh, for me, for me, it, it, it's got to be PSG. Um, only because it's it's a brilliant mixture. You've got you've got skill, skill and flair with um, Neymar. Mm. He, can do, he, he can do it all. Yeah. Uh, Mbappe pace. Yeah. Finish. He's lethal. Um, yeah. Messi, the magician. Yeah. Uh, can also do it all as well. Yeah. Um, so that's why. That's why. But the other three are phenomenal as well. Yeah. But they're, they're like I would say more freak athletes. Like Bell's a freak of nature. Ronaldo's a freak of nature. Mm. And Benzema, he's just solid. Yeah. Just a player. So yeah. Uh, on paper, I'm gonna have to agree with you as well. I'm gonna have to say Mbappe and Neymar Suarez. Now, granted. For those of you that aren't aware, Ronaldo, Benzema and Gareth Bale won three Champions Leagues in a row. Like, they three-peated. Messi, Suarez, Neymar, although they weren't together for long, they were phenomenal and they also won a Champions League. And the aim for Mbappe, Neymar and Messi is to win a Champions League. But yeah, on paper, those three, like Ethan said, a mixture of everything you want in your forwards. Skillful, lefty, pace, athletic. Like, yeah, just stupid. Just stupid. Um... Should football adapt a red zone channel for like the Sunday three o'clock kickoff games? Um, yeah, because we I think we've said before can't fucking watch the games. Yeah, <laughs> there's not enough games on TV. We get, uh, we get two, or, two or three games on Sunday. Yeah, maybe maybe one game on Saturday. Yeah, um, and then we have championship games, which I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not mad at, but. Mm. We need more Premier League games. Yeah, on TV. yeah. There's, not, there's not enough. Yeah, for the price I'm paying, yeah. it's like Sky Sports, bro. You lot are chopping my money. Mm. Say, oh, yeah, we're going to show Bundesliga game. We're going to show Premier League game bollocks. Like you said, BT Sport, I mean, i got BT Sport. They'll show the, the 12.30 kickoff. And then the rest of the games they're showing is um, Italian League or French League, um, college football, which I'm not mad at at all. And then, yeah, Sky Sports will show, what, the 5.30 game. And then they'll show, like, Champions League, um, Championship games and league games and Scottish League. And then the Sunday, they'll show, like, what, two fixtures? Mm. I mean, they show other stuff, which is the reason why I, I, I pay for the subscription. But in terms of Premier League, the, the, this rule about you can't show free, free PM kickoffs is absolutely ridiculous because they were saying, like, I was going to deter fans from going to the stadium bollocks. If I can get a ticket to Arsenal, I'm going. If you can get a ticket to Chelsea, you're going. Mm. As long as the price is reasonable, that's another thing, but we'll touch on that another day. But, Mm. yeah, because, like, I was watching the Red Zone yesterday and I was just like, this would be great in football. 
Like, and imagine if it was like all the leagues. Now, granted, it, it like for whatever contractual agreements, it probably couldn't be all the leagues. But like, let's say all the three o'clock kickoffs, because that's like four games, yeah. Like all the best bits. Okay, yeah. So he just had this dribble and he got he did this tackle and he scored this goal and he did this free kick. Like similar how it is to the NFL. So mm. for those that you aren't familiar with the NFL, there's what 32 teams. So there's 16, what 15, no, 14 games on a Sunday, one on a Thursday, mm. one on a Monday. Like mm. you can't watch all 14 games. So and a lot of the a lot of it is stop and start as well. So they'll have bits where They'll show like third and fourth or first first down or whatever. Like it's it's just good, isn't it? I just think football should should transition to it. You are now listening to our league podcast, made in London, distributed all over the world. Yeah, let's touch on NBA. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. five year extension, two hundred and five million. Jesus. Mm. Like, what, what did you think when I sent that to you? Well, we we left we left the podcast on stating like how. He Cronky uh, floods in the money for Denver, and uh, how he doesn't do it for Arsenal. I was yeah like, okay, and then a few hours later, this happens. This happened, and I'm like, oh god, I I, I thought uh, Ed's gonna come in with a, with some some words for this. So I, <laughs> I can't stand Stan Cronky. Oh my god, like because the thing is. It's it's so clearly. I mean, to be fair to him, he spent money this year, but mm. it still wasn't the money we needed spent. Like our squad, we need another two hundred million if we want to compete with the big boys. Mm. Like, I mean, to get a lot a lot of deadwood out of the um the team as well. But it's clear to see he has more passion for his um his his American teams, which I get. You're American, then sell the club, bro. Just sell the club. Daniel Ek wants to buy the club. You ain't trying to accept it. Usmanov wanted to buy the club. You wasn't trying. To, what are you doing? At this point, I think he's 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 holding the club for um for backup. If anything goes wrong yeah. here, you can have Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the Los Angeles Rams, Aaron Donald, he gave him a big fuck off contract. Mm. Jared Goff, he gave him a big fuck off contract. He made mm. Jalen Ramsey the highest paid corner in the league. He traded however many picks and Jared Goff to get Matthew Stafford, who's going to have to give a new deal in a couple of years. Now, their payroll's stupid. The Denver Nuggets, I will never forget, they paid Paul Millsap three years, 90 million. <laughs> Paul Millsap, three years, 90 million. And what did he do with that? <laughs> Zero. Nothing. Um, they gave Joker a max contract, deserving of it, MVP. Jamal Murray, max contract, deserving of it. Now they've given Michael Porter Jr. a uh, five-year, 205 million extension. So now they've got big, big free guys. Like they, they've got to compete now, isn't it? They have to. Well, that's it. I, I think with both both teams, the NFL and NBA teams, they're projects. He's, he's built for the future with these guys. And yeah, with Arsenal, I don't know what, I don't know what he does with Arsenal. He don't he's care. Chucking money on deadbeat players that aren't going to win you anything. Yeah, he, he he doesn't give a scooby. But um. All right, let's 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 touch on the Lakers. What do you think of their their roster? For me, I I, I think they they have to contend uh, with Russell with Westbrook coming in. I, I I I think it actually might do them a world of good. I think he might calm down a bit with LeBron. Yeah, there. but yeah, I I I think they're tech contenders. They've got to be going for the championship. They have to be in it. Yeah. 
They're saying that AD is going to play more at the five. I don't know if that ends well because no. he's made that. He, he's a very fragile player. Mm. He needs to bulk up if he's going to play the five. Um, they've got DeAndre Jordan as well. They've got Dwight Howard. So in terms of, I'd be intrigued to see how they play because if if I, I think LeBron's going to play the four, they said this year he's going to play the four. They've got Carmelo Anthony. They've got like we just said DJ. They've got Dwight Howard. They've got um. Russell Westbrook, and they've got um, Rondo, who aren't the best three-point shooters. But that being said, they have got Malik Monk, who can shoot the three. They've got um, Horton Tucker, who, I don't know, I'm, I'm not really too familiar with his game, mm. to be quite honest with you, but people say he's good, so fuck it, he must be good. Like, yeah, they've got a lot of guys that can do a similar role. A lot of vets on the squad as well. Mm. A lot of vets on the squad, which is a good thing, I think. But, yeah, I don't know. I think they're going to compete, but... Do you think they have a chance of actually winning it though? Oh, or does it, LeBron have to be healthy in it? It I think all the all of them have to be healthy really because they are old guys. They're like, they're quite they're vets now. Uh, yeah, they're, they're very experienced. Um, but yeah, they've got a lot of big play. They've got a lot of big players, but it's just whether they gel. That that that's the thing. That's the thing. That's it. That's it. Exactly. There was preseason, but I haven't watched it. But we are gonna have um. Our buddies from the Heart Hard Pass Sports Podcast on probably in the next couple of episodes to talk a bit of NBA before the season starts because those guys yeah. know what they're talking about. Do you think that Carl Anthony Towns can be that like, the best player on a championship winning team, or does he have to be like a one B or or the, the second guy? I, I I don't know. I think I, to me he's a second guy. I think he's got everything. He's got everything there. I just think he's a bit. I don't think he's improved his game too much. I think he's he's defensively a, anyway. Yeah, he stayed at a steady level for a while, so I think he's content with being at uh, Timberwolves and just yeah, just riding it out. Really, just being an NBA player. I don't really see him in the near future being a championship winning player. You know, he has the most three pointers for the Timberwolves as a center. Mm. I don't know what that says about. I don't know how to read more into that situation. Do I look more into the player or do I look more into the franchise? Now, granted, the three has only been popular for the last six, seven years mm. in terms of, like, shooting it at a high volume. But I don't want my centre shooting that much threes, especially, like, Anthony Towns, he's a big boy. Like, he should mm. be in the paint, like, you know, like, battling down. Like, look at Joel Embiid. Like, it got to a point where... He was shooting hella threes just to try and open up this, the paint for Ben when uh, Brett Brown was there. But then when Doc Rivers got there, he said, no, nah, we're playing bully ball. You're getting down in the paint. And had he not got injured, he would have been MVP last year. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I don't know if he can be the main guy. But he has all the attributes offensively. Yeah, he can shoot it. the mid. Like, if you, see, if you see him shoot the three, it's actually catch and shoot. You'd think he was a two guard. It's, it's, it's phenomenal, especially for someone like that size. But I don't think he can be the main guy. And not only that, does his mentality? I don't think his mentality is to want to be that guy. No, because Jimmy so. Jimmy Butler was there, and he was like, "Yo, this guy don't want to work hard," mm. you know. And there's a saying: "It's a, it's hard to work hard when you're sleeping in silk um, sheets, isn't it?" Mm. So you are now listening to our league podcast, made in London, distributed all over the world. What did I watch? I watched a bit of the. Um, the Ram, not the Rams. No, I watched a bit of the Rams. I watched a bit of the Patriots Buccaneers game. Mm. Good game. Good game. Tom Brady won it. 
it's quite tight though, weren't it? It's a it was a low scoring game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for the result. Where is it? Oh yeah, cool. So it was 1917. Um, it was funny because they did uh the 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 pre-game chat like earlier in the week. Bill Pelichek was basically saying that you know they run all our offensive plays and stuff like that, and um the Buccaneers Bruce um coach Bruce Aarons was like yo they copy all of us as well though so what do you want to do um Tom Brady was 22 for 43 269 yards no touchdowns no TDs and he got sacked once so yeah like he said very close game bro and the Patriots Mac Jones was 31 for 40 attempts 275 yards two TDs one INT and he was sacked four times but yeah, it, it was interesting because the media were hyping it up so much, isn't it? Basically saying that, oh, like they're going to talk about this game for ages. But it was a good game, but it wasn't the most entertaining game I've ever watched. Um, yeah. Do you think Do you think that the Buccaneers can like, redo it again? I, I, I don't know at the moment because they, they haven't been convincing. Yeah, they haven't been. Though they've won games, they haven't been convincing whilst yeah. doing it. But they say winning teams, you win any sort of way, so. Yeah. Um, Steelers, Packers, uh, 27-17 to the Packers. Cardinals, who I picked as a dark horse. Kyler Murray's looking good. Kyler Murray's looking real good. Kyler Murray's looking real good. Um, So... Cardin- um, the Cardinals versus the, the Rams was 37-20 to the Cardinals. If I look at the box score, Kyler Murray was 24 for 32, 268 yards, two TDs. He was sacked three times. Matthew Stafford, who is a very good quarterback, by the way, uh, 26 for 41 attempts, 280 yards, two TDs, one INT, and he was not sacked. But yeah, no, the Cardinals, I don't know why, it was just me looking at the roster mm. and... Kyler's going into what his fourth year? Yeah, fourth or yeah. Third Maybe third. Yeah. Let's say third. Let's say third year. Cliff Kingsbury, very good coach. Not very good coach, but he's a good, good young coach. Mm. Um, the fact that he's got DeAndre Hopkins, you know, AJ Green, um, defensively as well. They got good, they got a good um defensive squad. Yeah, man. I just think I just think, especially in that division, that's a hard division as well. Yeah. And to beat the Rams the way they did as well, yeah, they were convincing. Yes, the O line, the O line did a good job because Aaron Donald, he's a beast. Um, oh wow, mm. the Jets won. Oh wow, yeah, it went to <laughs> overtime. <laughs> okay, so the Jets won 27-24 versus the Tennessee Titans. They've been disappointing this year for yeah, a team that's yeah, been in the playoffs yeah. last couple of years. But yeah, Zach Wilson, what, what what do you think about him? Like, do you think he can actually be a guy? I think it's tough being at that franchise, man. Um, big market lot, as well. Yeah, it's big market, but it's, they're also classed as a banter club. Everyone laughs at them. Um, they always get the first round picks and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult one to be in there, but I, I think he's a player. Give him time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, he's done some throws. I was like, oh wow, okay, cool. And he evades the pocket a bit. Um, he's just—I think he's a bit erratic sometimes. He's just yeah. looks for the the big play sometimes where he doesn't need to. I think he's intercepted quite a lot. Yeah, gunslinger, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Gunslinger. Um, the Indiana Colts versus the Miami Dolphins, uh, twenty-seven seventeen to the Colts. Carson Wentz, I think this is his first win of the year. Yeah, for the Colts, he was 
24-32 attempts, 228 yards, two touchdowns, sacked twice. You know, the other day he was playing with two sprained ankles. Yeah, yeah, this guy is crazy. He's a warrior. Yeah, I, I was listening to uh, Pat McAfee. You yeah. Put me on him and I think he's a Colts fan. Yeah, he used to play for them, yeah. Yeah, he said, this guy's crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, need, he needs to ensure his future because he keeps on playing like a mental man. Yeah, yeah. And um, before the season started, I think he had, like, something had happened to his... He broke his foot. Yeah, he had surgery, didn't he? Yeah, he had surgery. He broke his foot. And they said he would be out six to eight weeks. He was training again in two weeks. He's a nutter. Even like some of his time in Philly, he was playing. He was playing with like a partially broken back. Yeah. You know, mm. he's a warrior. This is that's a guy who is football tough. You know, some guys are just like they love the game, like and they'll do everything. It's crazy. Mm. Dallas Cowboys versus um, the Panthers, 37-28. Now, in terms of fantasy football, who which we will touch on, I got both of these guys, and I was in a pickle. I didn't know who to start because I both I knew they were both going to score. Um, Let's start off with the Panthers. Sam Darnold, who I'm a fan of, was 26, 38 attempts, 301 yards, two, D, two TDs, but he also had two INTs. That Prescott, who, again, I'm also a fan of, 14 for 22, which is crazy. That means they was running the ball. Yeah. Only 188 yards, but he had four TDs. Mm. Hence why I put him in instead of... Uh, Sam Donald, but Sam Donald got more points on fantasy, but we'll touch on that in a bit. What, Sam Donald, he played good this game, you know. He had two Russian TDs. I think he's got the most Russian TDs this year. Yeah. Um, in the league that has Lamar Jackson, which is crazy. But it just goes to show if a quarterback doesn't do it in like his first like couple years, maybe change the coach in it because he's now showing that he can run on offense because he's now three and one. No one would have thought week four. The, the Carolina Panthers would be three and one with Sam Donald being the, the quarterback, isn't it? He's, mo- he's mobile, he can pass the ball. And um, yeah, I, I'm surprised uh, Carolina didn't keep uh, Terry Bridgewater. Uh, I, I think the roster was made for him, but yeah, he, he didn't get the opportunity. And he's kind of tearing it up at Denver as well. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, the Chicago Bulls versus the Detroit um, Lions. <laughs> I feel sorry for the Detroit Lions. Um, the Chicago Bulls versus the Detroit Lions. Chicago was 24, Detroit 14. The the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Texans, no, the, the Houston Texans, 40-0. The whitewash. 40-0. Now, their quarterback was something Mills. His, I, I, let me get the gentleman. Davis Mills. Never heard of him. Never heard of this gentleman, but he must be the first-string quarterback because obviously Deshaun Watson is going through his legal troubles. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, he's most, probably the most unluckiest quarterback in quarterback history, isn't it? Always getting injured at the wrong times, this Pete. This guy was 11 for 22, four INTs. Crazy. Hmm. Um, Josh Allen, your boy, you got him in fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, but he didn't get too much points this week. He didn't get too many. He was 20 for 29 attempts, 249 yards, two TDs, one INT, and Mitchell Trubisky did one throw as well for eight yards. 40-0. Like, what? If you're the defensive coordinator, you've got to be thinking, my job's on the line on Monday, isn't it? Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, that's nuts still. Um, 
the Washington uh, football team, I was about to say the name, which I wasn't meant to say, wait, was 34-30 to the Atlanta Hawks. My Baltimore Ravens versus the Denver Nuggets. I was surprised we won by that much. 23-7 to Baltimore. Lamar Jackson was 22 for 37 attempts, 316 yards. Um, one TD. The fact that Lamar's got 316 yards, that's crazy. You just said um, you were surprised Carolina didn't uh, keep uh, Bridgewater. What, what, what do you think about him as a quarterback? I think he's a good quarterback. Um, I just don't think he's been given the opportunity at certain places. He's been chopping and changing teams, but now yeah. obviously he didn't do well yesterday, but the three or four results before that, he's, he's, he's had good games. Yeah, solid. Solid. Yeah. Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers, 28-21 Seahawks. I had, um, what's his name? Tyler Lockett in my fantasy, but I took him out this week just because they said he was questionable. Mm-hmm. And the 79, the, the 49ers defense is very, very good. Kansas City versus the Philadelphia um, Eagles. 24 for 30 attempts, 278 yards, five TDs, one INT, which is crazy. Jalen Hurts was 32 for 48, 387 yards, two TDs. Uh, do, you, do you like Hurts? I do, I do but I, I haven't seen too much of his game. I think he's quite... He, do, he does everything well, but yeah. not to an extraordinary level like yeah. big guys. I think um, he's athletic. Obviously, he can run the ball mm. good. But I think if he was to like work on his passing, mm. he he'd be an even better. Like he could be one of those guys, which you're like, yeah, cool. Possibly be win a Super Bowl with this guy. Second round pick as well. He was projected yeah. first. Um, he he was in college. He went to Alabama. Yeah. He was starting, and then he fell behind Tua, and then he transferred to Oklahoma. Mm. Um, obviously, fell. And then he was involved with that whole debacle of Carson Wentz and stuff like that. So I, I'm rooting for the guy. Um, the Browns versus Vikings was 14-7. Not a very exciting game. Quite annoyed because I have Odell in my squad. Um, four yards for Odell Beckham. Jesus Christ. I think just probably a game of defences, man. And then the Thursday night game was the Jaguars versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Um the, the the number one picks of the past two years playing against one another. Mm. Trevor Lawrence was 17 of 24, 204 yards, no TDs, no INTs. Joe Burrow was 25 of 32, 348 yards, two TDs. I've not been that impressed with Trevor Lawrence, you know. No, I, that, that, I think the game against Bengals, he, he, he ran the ball a bit more mm. than I expected. Um but yeah, it's a tough one. They get this exposure quite early. I think that like like we said about Trey Lance, I think you have to settle these guys in. They they need an experienced player in front of them that yeah. kind of holds the ropes and yeah, I, I I don't think he's learning under anyone really. He's yeah. he's the guy at Jaguars when yeah. they expect big things straight away. So too much too soon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, too much too soon. The NFL International Combine will be taking place um, at London, in London, at the Tottenham Stadium, the 12th of October. 50 players across Europe will be invited to participate. That's that's rather good because 
I think the game does need to expand if you want to become if you want to become more popular in any sport, you've got to have diversity diversity in terms of like the personnel that's involved. For example, when um Alexis Sanchez came to Arsenal, we then had a some fan base that grew in Chile, you know. Mm. When Michael Essien went to um Chelsea, Chelsea then got a fan base that grew in Ghana, so forth mm. and so forth. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, I, I just think it's good. I like the fact that they're making efforts to try and bring the game more popular here because a lot of people do love the sport. You know, we've got a whole NFL channel dedicated on Sky Sports. They show all the games. Um, they've got Red Zone. Yeah, man, it, it's good still. I think we've covered everything, bro, no? Yeah, I think we actually have. Yeah, yeah, we've actually covered everything. Um, So, yeah, that's been episode 15, uh, Our League Podcast. Shout out to everyone that's been listening, showing us love. Follow us on Twitter, Hourly Pod, Instagram, Hourly Podcast. Shout out to everyone that's been listening. Uh, shout out to England, obviously, Wales, Scotland, all the states in America, um, Germany, India. I've recently gone on TikTok. I've been putting some clips on there on the TikTok. That's been getting mad views, you know. Yeah, it, it, I think it does. I think it does on TikTok. I'm new to it. Someone said to me, oh, why don't you put like clips on TikTok? And I was like... Um, what does it is it popular that blood mm. it got like 200 views in like how many days and i hate to be the guy to talk about numbers because like a lot of people focus on numbers but their content's rubbish but um yeah. if you're getting numbers it means you must be doing some good content i guess in it and episode 15 our podcast shout out to everyone love